0: Hello and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque, and I'm back yet again with another episode for you guys this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I love and appreciate every single one of you. I'm currently snowed in up here in Maine. Uh, It's our first big snowstorm of the season, but I honestly... I, as much as I love summer, winter has grown on me. Like I'm definitely a warm weather girl, but I got to say winter is, it's growing on me. And I think especially like getting into like my spiritual practice, like a few years ago, it was during winter when I started kind of getting into like witchy things and becoming more spiritual. And I don't know, I love winter because it's such a meditative and reflective time and everything's like just dead and quiet and I know that sounds kind of bad but it's just it's such a nice time to really go within and to reflect and to just embrace the stillness and I love this time for some reason in the winter I'm always drinking like either London fogs or like earl grey tea because like that to me just always reminds me of like when I was first getting into all this like witchy stuff and I was drinking earl grey tea all the time because it had some sort of magical property to it. And now I just drink it because I love it. And it just reminds me of a really happy time in my life. And aside from the, all that, um I just really love the holiday season. I love hanging out with friends and family that I haven't seen in a while. I love eating good food and drinking and smoking and all that stuff and just having like, you know, just a happy time. And that's that's really just that Sagittarius season for you. It's happy and jolly and expansive and there's travel and there's parties and that's all part of sagittarius season and i love it so much so yeah let's just even though winter sucks people have seasonal depression maybe you know take your vitamin d supplements say your affirmations every morning meditate drink good tea, be around good people, eat good food, make the best of it because this is a time that we should really be happy. And I also I find that I do a lot of my best creative work during the winter because I'm so like inside so much and I'm not as active. Like I get more ideas and I'm working on more projects and you know it's just a time of expansion. So with all that being said let's I'm not gonna quite get into today's episode just yet. I actually have a few announcements. So my first announcement, as always, I my books are open for reading. So if you would like a natal chart reading from me, if you like this podcast, if you want a reading for someone else and you want to gift it to them, anything like that, feel free to shoot me an email, spacewitchpodcast at gmail.com. I'm also gonna be doing mini readings. I thought this might be a cool little thing if you just want like kind of a taste of what a natal chart reading from me would be like. They're only going to be $5. Basically, what that entails is you'll just kind of get a very detailed description of your sun, your moon, and rising sign and how all three of those signs work together in your natal chart. And yeah, it's only $5. So, if you're interested in that, again, feel free to shoot me an email. And aside from uh, readings, I actually just started a Patreon account finally. So, if you would like to support this podcast, if you enjoy my podcast, you... Just want to contribute to it in some way, just to keep me going, so that I can keep putting these out for you guys. It has three tiers. The lowest one is only a dollar a month. So with the lowest tier, which is called the Saturn Patron, 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 however you say that, the lowest one, it's only a dollar a month, and if you sign up for that, you can get a little shout out on my podcast, and also you will get early access to podcast episodes when I release them. So, you'll be getting them like a day before everyone else gets to hear them. And then the second one I have, my second tier is the moon plan and that is you get the same stuff as you get in the first one. You'll get a shout out. You'll get early access to new episodes. And on top of that, I'm going to be creating a private Facebook group aside from the one that I already have. So, the Starseed community, that one's free. Anyone can join. If you join the moon patron, I'm going to be doing like a private Facebook group so we can talk about astrology, ask more questions. I'm going to try to think of something I can add into that though to make it a little bit more exclusive. I haven't quite decided yet, but if you guys have any ideas, please feel free to email me or message me on Instagram because I'm totally open to suggestions because I want to make this something that you guys will actually enjoy and something you will want from me and Yeah. So that's the second tier. The third tier is the Jupiter patron patron. I don't know why I can't say this word patron. And basically with that one, you get all the same stuff that I mentioned before. So early access to the podcast, you'll get a shout out on the show. You'll get access to the Facebook group that I mentioned. And then the two additional things you'll get with that is stickers. I will send you stickers made by me for the podcast. So it's like a fun little thing that I thought you guys might like. And then also, I'm going to be putting out exclusive podcast episodes. So, I'm going to be putting out more podcasts that won't be heard anywhere else. It's only going to be for my Patreon subscribers and that one is $25 a month. So, the first year is a dollar a month. You get a shout out and you get early access to new episodes. The Moon Patreon is $10 a month and you get the same stuff in the last one that I mentioned, but you're also going to be getting private sorry, exclusive access to a Facebook group. And then lastly, the Jupiter one has all the same stuff that I mentioned. It's $25 a month. And with that, you will be getting exclusive never heard anywhere else podcasts from me and stickers. So, if any of that sounds good to you, feel free to check it out. There will be a link in the show notes. And yeah, it's just a cool way to help support this podcast if you know, maybe you don't have money for like a reading and you just want to help help a homegirl out. So, yeah. And then, of course, not all your support has to be monetary. I love and appreciate everyone who just listens to the podcast, whether you, you know, give me money or don't. Um, even just sharing this podcast with a friend or on Facebook or anywhere on social media or you know, just leaving me a review on iTunes or a rating. Either one of those is super, super beneficial. It only takes like a few seconds. So, if you love this podcast, if you get anything good out of it, please, please, please feel free to take a moment and leave a review on iTunes and leave a rating. And honestly, if you guys screenshot them and send them to me, like if you share it with someone or post this podcast somewhere, I will also include you in my shout outs along with my Patreon subscribers. So, Yeah, because that means so much to me. And I'm so grateful for every single one of you. And it's been amazing to see how much this podcast has grown in just a year. So I think that's enough housekeeping. And uh, let's get into this week's podcast episode. So you guys have been asking me for some time now to make a podcast episode about spirit guides. So, this week I decided I would finally do that for you guys and talk about spirit guides. There's a lot I could say about spirit guides. I guess the first thing is that you can have so many different types of guides. You can have different guides for different phases of your life. You have joy guides. You have guides that might help you with one certain area of life or one certain problem that you may be facing. You can have angel guides. You can have animal guides or like spirit animal guides. You can have ancestral guides. There's so many different types of guides. I know for me, I've kind of worked with a little bit of all of them, I think. For me, it's really interesting, I guess, because my, personally, my guides, I think, have always been with me since I was basically a newborn baby. My mom always tells this story about how when I was born she was like sleeping in bed with me and she was just laying there with me and all of a sudden she felt like this presence of someone like standing over her and like it just she just had that feeling of like someone watching her and at first she thought it was like my sister like coming over to like check on me or something but I guess from where she was laying she could see my sister in the other room and my sister was asleep so she was like well that's kind of weird and I've just had so many other weird experience, not weird, but I guess interesting experiences in my life where my guides, I think, were were there for me. And I just never really connected those dots till I started getting into all of this spiritual stuff. There was another time when I was a kid and I was maybe like eight years old. I was in third grade. And at the time, I had a golden retriever uh, puppy her name was Shadow. She was super, super cute. She was like the best dog I ever had. She was the only dog I ever had up until actually like a month ago when I just got a dog. <laughs> but she was super cute. I loved her. And she went missing one day for like a week. Like she was gone. We I forget what happened, but we lost her somehow. She ran away. And she was gone for like a solid like week at this point. And I remember... One night I went to bed and I had a dream that the dog came back and that me and my mom were super happy and we were playing with the dog and everything was just so good and we were super excited. So I didn't really think anything of this. I just thought it was funny because I was eight years old at the time. And I I never considered the fact that this dream was like intuitive. I was just like, oh, what a coincidence. And so the next morning, me and my mom, or my mom and I, if I want to be grammatically correct, I guess. (laughs) We were standing outside on our front porch. I was waiting for the school bus and I was telling my mom about the dream I had. And my mom, like looking back, she talks about this and she's like, you know, she felt so bad because this dog had been gone for a week and she didn't think that the dog was going to come back. So, she kind of humored me and was like, oh, like that's nice, honey, like whatever. And I didn't think anything of it. I just went to school, had a normal day at school. That day, I come back And I walk up my driveway. I lived on like this big, like, hill, and my driveway was kind of like on a hill. And we had like a side yard with like a run where we used to like leave the dog out sometimes. I don't know why we did that really. We had a lot of space, but like, I know that's not really like the best thing to do for a dog, but I was eight. My parents were in charge of this, not me. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, mom and dad. And so we had a run where we would kind of tie her up so she could just like run around and get her exercise. And so, I walked up the driveway when I got home. I didn't even look at the side yard. I didn't notice anything. So, I walk up. I get to the back door and the back door of my house, there's a little orange sticky note or like piece of note paper that's like stuck in the door and I, I have no idea what the handwriting is. I don't, I don't know any of this. And the note says, your angel returned me love shadow. And I see this note and I'm just, I'm like eight years old and I'm like, what? Like, what is this? And so, I immediately I turn around, I run back over to the side yard where we usually kept the dog, and there she was. She was tied up. She was waiting for me. She was happy, healthy. She was all in good shape. She was a little bit dirty, and I was so happy to see her. I like took her in and I like gave her a bath because she was like really filthy, <laughs> and I just couldn't even believe it. And you know, I grew up in a Christian family, and I think my mom said too. She really, I think she was praying to God or something that like he would do something to keep my faith or whatever. She didn't want me to have lacking faith or something like that. And so this was crazy. And I like, I called my mom immediately. I told her what happened. She was freaking out. And we were just so happy that this dog had been returned to us safely. And at the time, I'm like, I mean, obviously it was amazing at the time. We kept the note for years. We had it for years. I wish I still had it, but I think I lost it in the mix somehow with moving so much in the last couple of years. But it was just absolutely crazy. And, you know, it's one of those instances where, like, looking back, like, you know, growing up, my mom was like, oh, it was God or whatever. It was an angel. But looking back now with the perspective that I have, I'm like, that was definitely one of my guides looking out for me, even as a really young kid. It it was just crazy. And it was definitely a, a memory that I will never forget and will always carry with me because you just, you never know what what's going to happen or what your guides might do to help you out um which brings me to my next point so how do you know who your guides are right there's a lot of different ways you can do this you can do a spirit guide meditation to meet your guides i know people make them and put them on youtube and stuff you can also find some like on uh like I think iTunes, like not iTunes, but um, sorry, through the podcast app. I know some people make meditations and stuff and put them on podcasts and you can totally find them and do a spirit guide meditation that way. You can write a note to your guides. You can just take a piece of paper and write something like, dear guides, I would love to meet you. And then just say something like how you want to meet them. Like, do you want to meet them in a dream? Do you want them to give you a sign? You can ask them for a sign just to know that they're with you. So there's a few things to know about asking for signs from your guides. First of all, you want to pick something very like unique, like something that you know that you're going you're gonna to recognize it as a sign when you see it. So you want to pick something unique or kind of obscure. Like some people will say like, I want to see a pink tiger or three orange balloons. And then so, you know, pick something like that or pick something that's really personal to you, whatever that may be. You could even say too, like, guys, just give me a sign, so I know you're you're around, and just tell them, like, hey, just give me a sign, so I'll know what it is, or something like that. You can, oh, sorry. Aside from that, so aside from picking a unique sign, you you want to keep in mind too. You you want to try to like give them a time frame on it, because if you don't have a time frame, it can get kind of wonky. Although. In my experience, I don't always give them time frames, but I still get my signs. So it's totally up to you what you feel more comfortable with or intuitively what you feel like will be more beneficial. So like you could say, show me three orange balloons in the next three days or the next 24 hours and that'll be my sign. So something like that. You can ask your spirit guides for a gift. You can say, dear spirit guides, please give me a gift of anything. It doesn't really have to be anything. You can just ask them. You can ask them for guidance. You can say, hey, what should I do? Please give me a sign if I should do this or, you know, show it to me in a dream. And that's one way to kind of get to know your guides. I think a lot of people think though that your guides kind of have a name and a face and that they're always going to appear. And sometimes that can happen and other times it doesn't. So, don't get hung up on the fact of like, you know, they're going to have a name and a face. Like I think as people, we tend to personify our guides a lot. But, you know, these people are people. They're not really people either. They're just they're higher dimensional beings, I guess, is what I would call them. So they're not they're not like people here on Earth in this realm and dimension. So they're not always just going to have a name and a face. But you can ask them these questions and they can show you. And, you know, don't be afraid to set boundaries with your guides. If they make their presence known, it feels like too much. You know, feel free to say, hey, I need you to ease up on this or don't do this or, you know, whatever. Just, you know, communicate with them like you would with anyone else. Another way you can communicate to your guides is I find this to be the most effective for me is if I'm alone, <laughs> um, especially if I'm alone, I would not do this with people around. I will talk to them out loud and I will say, hey, i I need guidance on this or, hey, show me a sign. And I'll try to say with a lot of conviction, I'll try to say it loud just because I feel like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like the more conviction I have and the louder I say it, the more they're likely to hear me for some reason. I don't really know if that's true or not. Um, But that's how I throw it out there. And I have had crazy things happen. Like I, my engagement ring was missing once. And part of my spiritual practice for a little bit was I would light a candle because I have a bunch of these like selenite candle holders and they say that selenite is a good crystal to help you connect with your guides so something that I personally do is I'll light a candle in one of my selenite crystal holders and I will light that while I like pray or like talk to my guides and so one day I was doing that and I was in my living room I was home by myself and I was talking to my guides and I said hey show me where my engagement ring is because I had been missing for a really long time. I felt really guilty and I felt sad because I missed it. And I was like, please show me where my engagement ring is. So, I said that little prayer and then I got up, walked to my kitchen to get a drink of water, walked back. And as soon as I came back, my ring was sitting right on my couch waiting for me. And I was just shocked. I was like, just I don't even know. It was I was blown away by it. So like even if you're like missing stuff and you're like, hey guys, show me where this is. I really need my keys or my wallet. Just ask ask them for their help. And I think that's the biggest thing with working with your guides is that, you know, you really just have to ask. And we forget that a lot. I think I talked a little bit about this with Kathy Weiss on one of my other podcast episodes that I did with her where I interviewed her. And that was one of the things we talked about was, you know, your guides are always around you. You just have to ask. And if you've never made contact with your guides, that's okay. If you want to start doing that, you know, just put it out there to them. Say, hey, I want you guys to start helping me and showing me the way and showing me what path I need to take. And, you know, giving me that guidance. Invite them in and tell them like that's what you want to be doing. And you'll know when your guides are around. They say that, you know, when your guy, i think it's—I don't know if it's all of your guides or just angels specifically—but I've heard that sometimes when you see little sparkles or flashes of light, that can be your guides. And you know, I've had some weird experiences where, like, I actually went and saw a psychic, and it was my first time actually going and like seeing a psychic. Like, which is funny because I love psychics and I love, you know, metaphysical stuff and you know, all of that stuff. That's why I do this podcast. And it was my first time seeing a psychic and I remember during the reading, I saw those little sparks of light and I just smiled at it because so I was like, I'm pretty sure that's just my guides or her guides maybe just there to say hello. And so it's really comforting and assuring, reassuring to know that they're there, you know, because they're always around you. They're always available. You just have to ask. You can ask them for protection if you need protection going into a situation, if you need clarity, but. Whatever it is that you need, I find that the best way to actually communicate with them is to either write it down or just say it out loud. For me, I feel that saying it out loud works because I'm just more of a talker than a writer. <laughs> also, again, why I do the podcast and not don't write a blog. But do follow your intuition. Do what you're comfortable with. Like I said, you can light a, a candle. Like if you get one of those selenite candle holders, I always like to light a candle in those and talk to my guides while I have that lit just because I feel like it makes a connection stronger. I also use them d- during my tarot readings. So if you do any intuitive work, whether that's tarot or you could even use it in astrology if you wanted to or using a pendulum, anything, anything intuitive, if you're just reading someone's aura, you know, always call upon your guides to help you with that and to show you, what it is that you need to be shown, and what messages you need to pass on, because that's what they're there for. They're there to help you, and they're not scary, they're not bad. They're with you, and they're always gonna be with you. I mean, like I said, like there's so many different types of guides. Like, you might have one that's with you your whole life. I mean, I think everyone has at least one of those. And other times, you might work with a different guide who might show you something else you know or maybe you have animal spirit guides i mean we all have animal spirits i believe and i know for me like some of the ones i've worked with are like the butterfly the bee i don't know what's with me and in insects but those are some that have appeared to me the tiger has come to me before which i'm not even i'm sometimes i'm not certain like which ones are actually like my spirit animals or if they were just appearing to me to help me with a certain situation <laughs> but those are some that i personally connect with and like i said you can do meditations to figure those out. You can listen to shamanic drumming. That was one I think I actually did when I was getting in touch with my spirit animal guides. It was actually in an intuitive workshop class that I was doing. And we did some shamanic drumming and meditation and we met our spirit animals that way. I might do a separate episode on spirit animals alone at some point. But yeah, it's it's hard to, I think, narrowly define like spirit guides and How to get in touch with them because I mean, like a lot of metaphysical stuff, like there's definitely stuff that I think works better than others from my personal experience. But I think a lot of it is just about following your intuition and communicating and asking for those signs and asking for them to show you the way. So yeah, that is mostly I think what I have to say about spirit guides and how to connect with them. If you want to learn even more about it, one of the books that I read when I was connecting with my guides that I really enjoyed is How to Meet and Work with Spirit Guides by Ted Andrews. Ted Andrews is amazing. He writes a lot of wonderful books. He also has a book about spirit animals and I'm a pretty big fan of his. And yeah, I read that book when I was getting in touch with my guides and I found it to be very helpful and informative. And just he's really good at you know, what he does. And all his books are just very, they just have so much information and they're amazing. (laughs) Just Just to keep it short and sweet, I just really enjoyed this book. I will link it in the show notes if you're interested in checking it out. And yeah, I, once again, hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned something about spirit guides and yeah, if you, like I said, if you enjoyed this episode, if you got something good out of it, please, please, please feel free to share this episode with a friend or leave me a rating or a review on iTunes. Those mean the absolute world to me. And as I said before, if you guys like screenshot like you sharing this like on social media or anything like that, let me know and I will totally give you a shout out in the next episode. And as I said before, be sure to go check out my Patreon and see if any of that interests you. And yeah, I hope you all have an amazing week. I love you all so much. And don't forget, you are so much more than your sun sign.